Hello, and welcome to Empower to Empower Others Radio Show. This is your host, Valerie Morrell, and I'm excited that you're with me today. We're going to share with you a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, a word to motivate you to live your best life now. We want you to live life purposely. So get ready, get ready, get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to another segment of Empowered to Empower Others. I'm grateful to be back with you again this week as we share from, um, I'll, I'll call it an interesting topic, Will God Use You? Will Will God Use You? Um, I posed the question to our Seeking Truth Empowerment Police Ministries team earlier today, and I asked them, let me let me not restate it wrong. I ask, are there prerequisites to be used by God? Are there prerequisites? Do you think that there are prerequisites? These are some of the responses. Um, I would say no. There are no prerequisites. If God can use a donkey, as he did, um, he can use us it, It's really about what he wants Not who we are or what we do Another response was I agree he can use anyone I believe there should be A willingness Or a desire to be used Another person Responded I believe that God Can use anyone But they have to be Believers they have to believe and they have to be willing. Um, another posed a question, in what way? Jesus gave us prerequisites for being used. He said to them that believe. And so I shared with them that, you know, we're going to talk about it. We're going to sort of chat it up tonight just to get clear perspective. Everybody may have different views. This is not, well, yes, it is. We're going to answer according to what the spirit and the word say. But I just want us to get clarity. So invite a friend, uh, a foe, um, share it out on your page, whatever you do. Call a friend, tell them to dial in. Will God use you? That's the question tonight. I'm grateful for our callers who are on the line. Please, at any time, press 1. I would love for you to join the conversation. Off the top, will God use you? Can I talk about me? Yeah, I can. I always do, right? Um, my relationship with God, one journey for many, many years, and I say many, many years, many, many years, um, I was in the church. Oh, yeah, that was then. I was in the church, but there was no church in me. What are you saying, Valerie? I 
I did all of the religious requirements, but I didn't necessarily have the relationship and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of my life. So I did what was required by man, but not necessarily fulfilling what it is that God would have me do. That was, I would sing in the choir. Uh, I would usher. I, I, I had an office. Uh, I was a deacon. <laughs> uh, and this is all in times when I didn't, I didn't have full relationships. I just had religion. I had denomination. I had, I had all these things. Um, and I was quote unquote used, say I was used by man and not necessarily used by God because I was not operating under, um, the leading of the Holy Spirit and I was not doing that which was required of me according to God's plan, his will, and his purpose. Um, There's a scripture. Scripture. John 3, 3. Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. This is an account when he was talking to Nicodemus. In this he's saying, down to verse 6, it says, That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. When we talk about being used by God, I feel that, yeah, God can use anything. He used that donkey, that, that donkey talk. We, we know that. Um, he did that in Numbers 22, um, the donkey talk with Balaam. He, that, that scenario, that took place. But one thing that I know for certain is that we really want to be used by God. We have to be conditioned for use. When we look at so many people that are in dark places, we know that the the world is full of darkness. And as a believer, our responsibility is to get people to light. And if we say, well, God can use anybody, if somebody is in the darkness, do they have the ability or the mindset or the wherewithal to get you to the light? It's another question. My my answer to that is no. Unless they're seeking, unless they're believing or desiring, unless they're being intentional about what it is that God wants for their lives, many people will just be content with being used, but not necessarily used of God. 
but used of man. I listened to somebody, and I don't know who it was, and I wish I can recall, but they were talking about a story about an atheist. God, I can't remember who it is. This is not my story. But they were saying how um, this lady was on the radio, and she was testifying that she had no food. You know, she was at wit's end. She didn't have anything, and she was trusting God. And so this atheist rich person heard her on the radio and said to his staff, I want you to find out where that woman is. I want you to go to the store. I want you to buy groceries. I want you to buy so much that she won't run out. I want you to just give, 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 give to her. And so the office assistant did what was required, and she found out where the woman was, and she took the groceries to the woman, like blessed her, blessed her beyond means. And they said they weren't going to tell. And so who who did it? And the woman thanked God. And he said, how can you thank God? I don't believe in God. And her response was, God can use whom he pleases. Now, he can. But there are certain things that I believe. I believe that being used of God and fulfilling and being light and being a change agent and and winning souls only comes from those who believe. Oh, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Um, This is when I need um, Pastor Linda uh, because she's the, the word navigator. She can rattle these scriptures off. <laughs> she can just rattle them off. I'm I'm not that one. Um, uh, but in Mark, Mark nine twenty four, English Standard Version reads: Immediately the father of the child cried out and said, "I believe. Help my unbelief." Now let me go back a little further. And seeking the Lord's help, a man came to Jesus once, fell to his knees weeping, and said, I believe, help my unbelief. The man's request, startling in its paradoxical phrasing, is quite thought-provoking, a writer says. How can a man say he believes and at the same time ask to overcome unbelief? I think that's a major challenge that we as believers, we say we believe God. We say we believe on the word of God. We say we believe in the Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of us. We believe that Jesus died for our sins. We believe all those things. But when it comes to being used by God to fulfill his intent according to what he placed inside of us before he placed us in our mother's womb, often we are stagnant and stifled in fulfilling that purpose. Can I get a witness in the house? Amen. We say, yes, God can use us. 
God can use me. But I believe that many of us need to also say, I believe, but help my unbelief. God, I do believe on your word. I do believe in you. But God, it's challenging for me to believe that I can be used in the capacity that you've spoken, in the capacity that you've revealed. God, I want to be a vessel. God, I want to be used. And God is saying, I want to use you, sir, ma'am. I want to use you. But why is it that you cannot believe for what it is that I have revealed to you about how I want to use you? Oh, well, God, and then we start, you know, we start backtracking a little bit. We start coming up with more excuses about why we are disqualifying ourselves. But see, look look at it again. Because if your boss comes to you and says, you know what, I've been watching you and you've been doing really good on this job and expected the first of the month, I'm going to be promoting you to ABC position. You get excited about that and you, you know, you ready to text somebody and call somebody and say, girl, I got a promotion. Sir, brother, I got a promotion. Ooh, I'm moving up in the ranks. I'm, you know, I'm getting to that place that I desire to be in the company. What about that place that God desires you be in in the kingdom? What about that? Oh, okay, that just that just made somebody pause because you you really are thinking about it. You say, yes, God uses me, and he does. God can use me, will use me. Yes, he does. But my question is now, he uses you, but is it at the capacity that he desires to use you, or are you only allowing him to use you where your mind is right now? I guess this question is it has many um side roads, many, many branches that come from it that require us to look with, to, to make us see whether, in fact, we are believing God to be everything that God wants us to be, doing everything that God wants us to do, having everything that God wants us to have, or are we content with just being used right where we are? And we are where we are because possibly we don't believe. Again, I'm grateful for the callers who are on the line with me this evening. If you have a question or a comment, please press 1, and I will gladly bring you on the call. Will God use you? What will he use you is... um, if you have a reprobate mind, will he use you if you're hard-hearted? Will, will he use you if you're a liar and a cheat? I know the world will. I know the man will. And this is man that's in the church called pastor, bishop, apostle, any of those titles. Yeah, they will. But... God really desires to, in fulfilling the kingdom 
mandate on your life to fulfill the kingdom assignment? Second Timothy 2.21 says, if you keep yourself pure, you will be a utensil God can use for his purpose. Your life will be clean and you'll be ready for the master to use for every good work. Keeping your life clean, your eyes open. And these are from a teaching from um, Rick Warren. Rick Warren says you got to keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open for God. Watch for his work. Be alert for signs of his presence. Again, I said, if there's someone that's walking in darkness, are they really being used of God? Because if they're in darkness, are they going to desire to lead you to the light? And don't get me wrong. We also know that gifts come without repentance. There are a lot of gifted people that do things wonderfully well. But we know it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. So, yes, use your gift. Work it. Work that gift. But wouldn't you rather do it under the anointing? Ah! To be used by God? To be walking in purpose? Wouldn't you rather do that? Wouldn't you rather be used of God, understanding that all you do is for God? that he's being glorified in all things. We're told to keep our eye on the prize, to be focused on what's ahead. If you don't believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, if you don't believe his word, if you don't believe uh, being led by the Spirit, What exactly are you believing? What exactly are you seeking after? And how is that what you do truly glorifying God? I often see athletes who, when they score a point, you know, they might kiss their fingers and lift their finger to God. Like, God, thank you. That's ultimately, they're saying, God, thank you. They say thank you before the people behind the closed doors. They're not acknowledging God, some of them. They don't have a relationship with God. And sometimes I pray for them because I'm like, are you mocking God, knowing that God will do, or are you in that moment in a different space and place in your mind? Are you just doing that, thanking him for the gift? But understanding that because of the lack of relationship, there's no anointing there. There's some some adjustments that need to be made. I'm telling you, God can use anybody, anything. Will he use you? It's up to you. He will use you. He will. God will use you. If you believe, God will use you when you're seeking the kingdom and his righteousness. God will use you when you're operating with the mind of Christ. God will use you. 
when your heart is right, when there's no hidden agenda, when you're being intentional according to his will, his purpose, and his plan, God will use you. When you're staying focused on what it is he has before you, God will use you. Second Timothy says, when you keep yourself pure, God will use you. In Second Chronicles 16:9, the word says, the eyes of the Lord search back and forth across the whole earth, looking for people whose hearts are perfect toward him so that he can show his great power in helping them. See, God is searching. He's looking. He's looking. He's looking for those who want to be used. He's looking for those who believe. He's looking for those who are hungering and thirsting after righteousness. He's looking for those that have the right heart towards him so he can use them to do great exploits here on earth. When he said that greater work shall we do, but those greater works are only going to come from those who believe. Can God use anybody? Yes. Will God use everybody? God won't. Man will. I think that's the key that God wanted us to understand tonight. The Spirit of God wanted us to understand that often we think that we're, we're, we're declaring that God is using us. But we have to make sure that what we're doing and how we're doing what we're doing lines up with the word of God. We've got to make sure that what we're doing is not done with ill intent. We have to make sure that we're not living a life with double standards, that we're living life on both sides of the fence. The word of God declares that you're to either be hot or cold. If you're lukewarm, he'll spew you out. What we do for man is on one side. What we do for God is on the other. So when we hop, skip it, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and trying to mix that, that's lukewarm. Is where you are and what you're doing According to God's plan. According to the intent of the Father. Because God wants to use you. I love, oh, I just, I love that scripture that I just, the eyes of the Lord search back and forth across the whole earth, looking for people whose hearts are perfect towards him so that he can show his great power in helping them. I want to, like, raise my hand now and say, God, here I am. God, here I am. God, here I am. Use me. Use me. God, I, I, am, I am earnestly keeping my life clean. God, my eyes are focused on you, God. My heart is grateful. I, I am firm on my promise that I, I'm keeping my mind stayed 
on Jesus. God, I can't focus on what man says, what man is doing, what man desires. But God, I'm focusing on you because, God, here I am. I want you to use me. I want you to use me. And, God, right now, if there are things that I've done, said, that were far from you, Father, I repent in this very moment. I ask, Father, that you would cleanse me from all unrighteousness. God, that I would be found now pleasing to be used for your glory. God, here I am. Here I am, God. Use me is what I desire today. Not just the gift of me, but that which you've anointed me to do. That which you purposed me to do. God, use me. That you may be glorified in the earth from what I do, what I say, how I show up. God, Use me as a light in this dark world. God, use me for your glory. But, God, I realize that with you, all things are possible. God, I can do nothing without you. God, use me. And I'm going to give you the praise. Always, I'm going to give you the praise. That's my heart's cry today. And if you found yourself in that same place, then you have an opportunity right now to have that same conversation with God. If you realize that there are areas in your life where it's not God that's using you, but it's man that's using you. It's ideas that are using you. It's, it's ooh, ooh, ooh. It's agendas that are prompting you, not the promises of God, not his intent, his purpose for you. Then have a conversation with him. Realign with him now so that as he's looking throughout the world and you raise your hand and say, God, here I am, use me. He'll show up. He'll show up, and he'll do it. He'll do those great exploits through you as you continue to walk the path that he sets for you. The word says the steps of the righteous are ordered by God. So if you stay on the path that he sets before you, you keep your mind stayed on him. You keep your eyes focused on the promises of God. You keep your heart clean. And you be intentional about what he said. He'll use you. He'll use you. He will use you. Thank you so much for joining us today for Empower to Empower Others. We certainly hope that that message encouraged, motivated, and empowered you to live your best life. We look forward to you joining us again for our next episode of Empower to Empower Others. Love and blessings to each of you.